Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial. Plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. Empty the chain run. And how do you do that? Four six seconds, play eight point beat, everything you got. Everything you got. Turn that shit up. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to the Scoop World Order. It is the Arkansas State wrap-up edition. We just watched Ohio State win a somewhat sloppy affair, 45-12. to 12. I have Nevada Buck with me uh, on the line. Uh, we're going to be talking about who are our MVPs, uh, what we saw out there. We kind of um, got exactly what we expected, kind of a sloppy affair, noon game after a big night game against Notre Dame, whatever. I mean, just survive and... Hope that my call is completely healthy. So, as always, we are thankful for you guys. Subscribe to the channel. We are growing like crazy. All thanks to you guys. New records and YouTube members today. Uh, so, click that subscribe button. Like, I want to know who's your MVP today. Is it Marvin Harrison Jr.? Is it somebody other than Marvin Harrison Jr.? If you want to get creative and say, well, I know everyone's going to say Marvin Harrison Jr., you know, CJ Stroud. Is it Caden Curry flash at the end of the game? Uh, you know, who, who did you like that you saw out there on the field today? Who needs to step it up? Let me know in the comments down below. As always, we appreciate you guys. We're bringing my good friend Nevada. Nevada, how are you? I'm doing great. The uh, games, like you said, survive that game, move on, and uh, learn from it. But the game did pretty much go the way that uh, I expected. I had 49-21 as my projected score pregame, and, and I think it pretty much followed uh, – Followed the script that I thought it would, and, and we got out of it without any major injuries. So uh, that's a good deal. On to, on to week three. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty it was about what you expected noon game. Probably sixty five thousand people in the stadium that holds one hundred and five thousand. Just you know, not a lot there, not a lot of atmosphere. Um, you know, a game that these players aren't excited to play in. They're excited to get through it and get on to Wisconsin. Uh, either the circuit of Toledo again next week, but you know these games. Uh, they're kind of a necessary evil. I can't wait for them to go away once uh, expansion happens and we, we get a few more teams in the Big Ten. Hopefully, we won't ever play the Arkansas State of the world again. Um, but what were your initial thoughts? Um, I'm going to just crank a little bit of film right here. What were your initial thoughts watching this um, live when you saw uh, just, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. obviously went off, went crazy. He was my pick for MVP last week. I missed it by a week. Um, what do you think of uh, the performance today? Uh, particularly in the throwing game. Well, I thought the Ohio State offense really, you know, came back today with a vengeance and really kind of exerted their will to pretty much anything they wanted to against the uh, against the Arkansas State defense. But you know, I got to tell you, you know, I I kind of gone up to the line saying before the game that I thought that the Arkansas offense was going to present some unique challenges and 
maybe even be as good a challenge as Notre Dame's offense was. <laughs> and, you know, as we're uh, sitting right now, I think that that's semi-prophetic because I don't think Notre Dame's very good. You know, I, I've got them at four losses this year. Maybe they'll have five. I mean, they're not a very good team. And um, Arkansas State presented some unique challenges. If, they, if they'd had Brian Snead out there too, you know, they'd have had just that one more weapon. You know, I, I give them a lot of credit for their game plan. They were just, they were undermanned, but they moved the ball. They made some plays. They got some good players out there in the field. And I thought that was a nice challenge for our defense. And I thought our, uh, our defense stepped up and responded. And I think our, our defense took another step this week. And uh, that's important to answer that question. Is our defense really, really back? Is it really better? Or was it just fool's gold against Notre Dame? Well, I, I think we took another step. And I think we proved a little bit more about the defense again this week. Yeah, and this is a uh, this is an interesting look here. This is uh, with this motion. This is the second play of the game. Uh, Seals phenomenal, but here you really get a good look at the three safety look that is Jim Knowles's uh, signature, basically. And it's real interesting here because Tanner McAllister is the guy who knows the defense better than anybody outside of Jim Knowles and the graduate assistants and uh, quality control guys he brought from Oklahoma State. And he's adjusting here, and it seems like he's trying to get Josh Proctor to run with this, and he doesn't. And then he ends up adjusting last minute and running with it. So, again, this is, you know, it's a new defense for everybody. But, you know, you really liked what you saw out of Josh today. Talk a little bit about what you saw out of Josh Proctor today. Well, I mean, <clears throat> Josh was, was in the right spot at the right time. Uh, you know, when he, when he hits guys, they go down. He was very responsible in his defensive coverages. I mean, I just thought he played a, a, an outstanding game, made very, very few mistakes. And this was after being you know, kind of unceremoniously pulled out, <clears throat> out of the last game. And the staff has kind of gone out of their way this week to really, uh, you know, talk him up, try to keep his head in the game, try to keep him checked in to the defense. And, you know, because, you know some guys, you get pulled like that, and they're like, you know, screw this. I'm not going to do this anymore. And I'm, you know, they drop their shoulders, they drop their head, they stop playing well. Josh didn't do any of that. I thought the uh, staff did a great job of bringing him back. And they threw him out there today, and, and I think he responded. To, you know, defensively, he was as good as anybody on the defense today, and that's uh, – really a, a tribute to uh, to Jim Knowles and how good of a job this defensive staff did with him. Yeah, I agree. And, and here you see just kind of the, the cluster that Jim Knowles creates. You know, the safeties are both up in this. Uh, you're just the, the swarm, the gang tackling that I, I was very critical of the effort last year. I am not critical of the effort this year. These guys are running to the ball. They're getting to the ball. And, you know, Jim Knowles, as Denzel Burke found out, you know, if you guys aren't ready to go, <clears throat> he will pull you. And he will put in – uh, you yeah, put in JK today um, at corner for Denzel for a few drives until the second half started. Uh, you know, he is not scared to, to put in the, the next guy to, to, to get you motivated, you know, because some of these guys, they need motivated. Here, again, they're just fooling around, showing a bunch of different looks, trying to figure out where guys are coming from. Again, this is a great play by Steele. Steele was really honest. He was on point today, man. So Steele diagnoses that this is a screen. He's got him in man coverage, runs with him, ties him up. And, you know, my guy, he was, you know, I picked JT to be my, my MVP last week. Gets a great jump, gets to the throw lane, disrupts the throw. You know, he's got to dust it and, you know, punt. JT really, really is playing well. I mean, he, it's weird. Him and Jack have almost no stats, maybe some tackles, no sacks yet. And they, uh, they are really, really, really affecting the quarterback, though. So 
And here, even Zach Harrison, who we're as critical of as anybody, you know, he has a nice job lifting this guy off his feet here, this little single arm. And again, it's, you know, it's a start. It's weird. Our ends are, they're, they're being disruptive, but they're not really getting the sacks that you would like. Uh, so here, these guys are punting. So I'm going to rewind or fast forward through this. But Nevada, who, who stood out to you on offense today? I mean, Trey Henderson had another eight yard per carry day, two touchdowns. Um, what did you think of the offensive performance? What did you think of uh, what we were able to get done uh, coming off the Notre Dame win last week? Well, I mean, clearly, like you said, you can talk about Trey and his 8.7. You can talk about Marvin Harrison or Mecca both going over 100. Marvin getting his three touchdowns. Um, C.J. Stroud just having a monster day. But to, to me, it was about the offensive line. I thought the offensive line just controlled the game from the very beginning, um, made very, very few mistakes. You know, really kind of exerted their will. You just really got the impression that Ohio State could score at any any point in the field in any way, and so it was just a question of what they wanted to show. But I thought the offensive line was uh, was terrific. You know, the first time we got the ball, I think you know, were down like on the three or four yard line, drove it length of the field and, and made it look easy. Yeah, this is a play, and you know, Mitch Rossi gets to start today with with K. They're in the uh, twenty one, the two tight end luck, two tight ends, one uh, one running back here. Mitch Rossi does a great job of caving this guy in. Uh, these guys are doubling up. They steal this. Uh, Trey probably would want this one back. Obviously, they get a, they get him wheeled all the way to the fourth safety here. And Trey has to do the best he can to try to beat that guy. You know, bowls him over. But, you know, if he if he sticks his foot in the ground and bursts outside, he might have a shot. But, again, that's the guy that you got to beat. Everybody else is clean on that. Yeah, I thought Trey ran well. You know, again, eight yards to carry again. You know, he, he really can't get enough touches at this point um, for me. He's just 20 carries I'd give him, but I know that'll probably never happen in Ryan's day's offense with Mayan there too. But what did you think of Mayan's effort? I thought Mayan ran hard again. Um, really, it's a really dynamic one-two punch. Um, probably the best since, we, since maybe Pitt and Beanie. But uh, what did you think of Mayan's effort today? I mean, well, Mayan always gives it to you. And, and you know, it's... Um, like I said, statistically, Trey dominated the stats today, but you know, mine was equally effective. They're just, you know, you're just they're doing this running back rotation thing where they're giving a back one one series and the next back comes in for the next series, and it's just impossible for either one of them to kind of get that great rhythm going on. And I said this, you know, on the board, but I'm like, this isn't a Trey Sermon Master Teague thing where you're like, hey, you got to get Trey the touches because Master's just not you know, up to that same quality. These guys are both terrific backs and anything that i say is not an indictment of one back or the other or whatever but they just got to find a way to get these guys to the ball more because when i look back on these games and i see you know trey henderson you know again 10 carries i don't think he had a reception 10 touches is just not enough and and i know it's arkansas state i know but it's the second week in a row and it, it's uh it's become kind of a, a an epidemic where they just underutilize this guy and and um i just like to see I'd like to see him get the ball more. I, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing them, uh, you know, stick with a hot hand if somebody's, you know, rolling and give him, you know, more touches or, you know, keep him in for consecutive series. Because I just think for running back, you know, running backs that are rhythm running backs, like anybody, I mean, you go back and watch those games like an O.J. Simpson or something like that, and he'd get stopped and stopped and stopped and stopped, and then he'd break a 70-yard touchdown. And that's the mm -hmm. kind of back that Trey Henderson absolutely is. I mean, he is a, you know, break it from anywhere on the field kind of guy. Uh, but you just got to keep giving them chances, and I and, and I don't think I don't think ten touches in a game is near enough. I understand it was kind of the circumstances of the game, but uh, I just think he's super dynamic, and I, I'd love to see him get the ball more. 
Yeah, I, I love this play design by uh, Kevin Wilson, Justin Fry. This is just a simple zone play. Cade Stover is just kind of checking this end, working to the safety. These are really easy double team blocks, which is why I really like it because it'd be one thing if, say, these two had to work here and you got this motion and this guy's running right away, but you're able to push this all the way back where, you know, you got Matt and Dewan working back to him, which is a really easy combo. You can really get a nice firm double team here. And you have Donnie and Luke Whippler working back to him. So you can hang on this for a hot minute. PJ's got the man block. And I kind of like this. This is kind of like a like an eye formation type deal where you have the fullback, kind of like an old school, funky looking eye formation where, you know, you got Mitch Rossi back here and he's basically going to wrap for him. He's going to either insert here or he's got to go opposite of PJ, wherever PJ goes. And then you just have Trey doing a little wind back here. We get a little lucky here because Mitch's, Mitch's block ends up taking two. Actually, we get we get really lucky here because this is, I mean, on the play, this is, is it's a blitz. So, I mean, they're, they're literally stunning in here and he's coming here, which makes it literally the perfect play call because, like, PJ's going to reach this guy and you're thinking that Mitch is going to insert here and instead this guy comes in here and he goes here. And then the safety gets gets up in the up in the mess, so Mitch, you know, gets enough force on this guy where he basically takes two. He takes, you know, this guy should be making the play, but he gets caught up with Mitch Rossi's block, and you know, when you do that with Trey, I mean, Trey's you know got a lot of green grass or green field turf in front of him, and, and the thing I love about Trey is at the end of this run, he's trying to throw this guy by, he's he's trying to stiff arm, and he's trying to throw him by, and he doesn't get a hold of him. The guy gets him down, but. It's nice when you have a guy like mine that can come in the next play after Trey's got a nice explosive run, get a shot of Gatorade, get back on the field. So mine comes in. Uh, we're doing our pistol stuff. You know, we we did this a lot last week. This three by one, and, and I love I love anytime we can pull Dewan. It's like always amazing because it's like watching it's like watching Godzilla or King Kong like run out on the run on the. This is what they call this is a truck play. They call it the old truck play. So you pin here. Here, here, looks like a big convoy. There, you know, and then the backside is kind of zoning. But yeah, <laughs> if you're a, if you're a secondary guy and you got Dewan coming at you, like, there's nothing worse in life, I don't think. You know, Luke could be a little bit better here. I mean, Juan takes one. The guy that could be better is a Mecca. I mean, a Mecca kind of gets he kind of gets bounced around like a pinball there. And it's, if if a Mecca could just sustain one of these and Dewan takes the other one. This is probably a touchdown, you know, but, but Emeka just kind of gets mixed up and doesn't really get his blocks. So I'm sure he'll get graded down by Brian Hartland on that, but still I mean, it's a seven yard run. I mean, you're not going to be upset about that. I mean, anytime you could do that, that's a great play, but you know, it's, it's like this close to being like just an outstanding plays. So here's a little, little statistics again, more carries, please more carries, please. Here, hurry up, go to the line, which I love. Um, one of the things that we, we, you know, noticed last year in Nevada is when they were in the pistol, it was a hundred percent run, which was insane. So they've run more boots in the last two weeks than they did all of last year through two weeks. So that's good. At least somebody caught that. Now, this is just a real easy play for, for the offensive line. This is, they call this a naked bootleg. Literally, the offensive line's whole responsibility is just to turn and run this way. You don't even have to block anybody, but it's all about getting like the, the play action, so to speak. 
this is tight end, so hopefully I come here and release into the flat. Um, and this sell the stretch play that we, we love to run. So you see the guys that's all kind of turn and run. Take the take the D lineman with them, you know, do the best they can. And then you usually get a nice easy throw somewhere around here. Not this time though. You probably had this guy here. But getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Uh, Nevada, who else um, was impressive to you today? Uh, D Lyman, I know Mike Hall got dinged up. Um, I thought Jack flashed a little bit. Uh, got close to getting his first set. Caden Curry had a nice day. What did you think of Caden? I know Caden did some nice stuff in limited time, but I want to go back to that play that you were just running. You were showing there on that kind of that naked bootleg action right there. Yep. And, and again, you know, it just brings you know home to me that you know if Stroud just keeps the ball just a handful of times, like on that play right there, you look at how much space he had to go out there, make a play, you know, he, he goes out there, they fake the book tonight, rolls out. Now, now, look how much space he's got right now. Yeah, I mean, this guy's occupied. This guy's kind of working towards yeah, the drag. He's got the I one mean, guy I mean, on the inside. As soon as he, he tucks and starts running, I mean, if this yeah. guy can sustain for a second, he can slide and get yeah, the first and move the chains, it, you know. And, exactly. Yeah. And exactly. again, that's not that's not hard. You know I mean? he's He's got an angle on this guy. If he just keeps running this way, you know, yeah. this guy's occupied. This guy's hips are turned that way. You know, he's not, he's not a machine. He's not going to put his hips in, and go that way that quick. So, but yeah, you see all this open space. And, I mean, you know, this guy, I mean, he's just a good athlete. His freshman year, he had that long touchdown run up at Michigan State. And it's like, you know, I, I wish that he would just go take that free money because it's literally free money. And just slide. Well, I'm not saw, saying drop the shoulder, but just slide. Well, you saw the Texas – Alabama game today. The Texas Alabama game was pretty much decided, other than a few bad calls on one, you know, uh, Ryan Watts blitz that 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 Bryce Young was able to, to shake off and run down the sideline for thirty yards uh, in the yeah. waning seconds to do the game. It's like the quarterback yeah. run, just just the threat of the quarterback run, more quarterback, you know, these constraint plays. I I just think I really think it's the only thing that's holding the Ohio State offense back from being just an absolute juggernaut. I mean, the Ohio State offense right now can pretty much do what they want, and, um, you know, they can do it. You know, they've got a great passing game. They've got a great running game. They've got capable tight ends. They've got a Heisman quarterback. They've got two NFL running backs. I, I really believe the only thing that's missing is that just the hint of some constraint from the quarterback run. And, and I know that CJ's physically able to do it, um, I just don't know when they're going to start doing it or if they're going to start doing it because I just think it would ch it would change everything for the Ohio State offense. Well, I mean, even here, this is third and four. And, you know, 
X, Xavier has to make a really tough catch. I mean, this is right off the ground, you know, and we're lucky he makes the catch. But, I mean, there's no reason he can't run, just run here and, and just ensure that we get the first down. And, again, I know that it's Arkansas State, and I know that we still got the first down. So it's not even overly critical, but, like, this play happens because he makes a really good catch, like scooping the ball off the ground, basically. So, you know, again, I just think that it's, you know, the, the two – you know, most valuable people in college football and the NFL are Josh Allen and Bryce Young. And what do they both do? Well, they, you know, they take advantage of their situations. Like this is a, I mean, this is a really good catch. I mean, this is like right off his, you know, his knees basically. And he, you know, he's, he's able to stay in bounds, but you know, again, is it, is it that hard of a catch? Not really, but like, you know, you could just run and get that free first down. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. Mine's still in. Trey hasn't been in since that long run. So, you know, I think sometimes they just like to let him get a little bit of a rhythm, even though he hasn't got a touch yet. And they split him out wide. Pass pro is pretty much, you know, good all day. And again, X is having a nice little season, man. I mean, for a guy that most people hadn't heard of before the Notre Dame game, he's really been productive. And, you know, we're thin at receiver. I mean, people, you know, we laud how deep we are, but. You know, you take away Marvin or if Marvin or Mecca goes down and Jackson's down, I mean, you're you're up against it. <laughs> you're going to be starting to roll some freshmen out there and, and Jaden Ballard. And, like, you know, I don't know how much they trust some of these younger guys, but you know, here Jaden's in the game. This is a this is a blow by somebody here. Yeah, this is, uh, again, this is, this is a read where, you know, this guy just doesn't respect the read. This is a read option where, you know, in theory, this is a read. Now, this is probably just a straight give because it's CJ. Um, and it might be an RPO with, with a look right here because, you know, I think CJ could pull this and throw this to Jaden Ballard. But, you know, the way this guy is pinching down off the edge here, I mean, you have to pull this. I mean, the, the play has literally no chance, like this double counter play. Because the, the, the front of it is great. But it's just, you know, when you don't do anything against this backside end, like when you don't have a blocker coming back for him and you and you're reading him, reading him, and all of a sudden they stop respecting the the read because we never pull the ball, then he's gonna come out, he's gonna come like a werewolf down here and get a big play like this. You know, and here they're they're bringing the corner too. I mean, if, I mean, really, I mean, this is again, I and I don't know if this is a read or not, but if this is a read, I mean, if CJ pulls this, you know, they're bringing the corner too, they're bringing two guys. So you know, they're calling this as if, you know, they think there's a chance that CJ actually might pull it, even though he never does. But if this is an R a true RPO, which it looks like it is with what Jaden's doing, you throw this out here, and he's blitzing. And again, it's easy when I'm sitting in my office, you know, with a telestrator to do this, but it's like, this is another touchdown, because, like, who's left? You know, the, sa the safety's over here on almost the middle of the field. You know, if you throw this out to Jaden, man, this, isn't, this thing's gone. So, but yeah, it's... Again, these are the things that, you know, when we never pull the ball, because the rest of the play is blocked up really nicely. Like, I mean, if, if this, you know, if you, if you take him out of it, like if we did something that would actually hold him, like actually pull the ball or, or just do something or carry out a fake, you know, I mean, CJ does, but it's, it's already too late just because, again, this guy doesn't, he doesn't respect the pull at all. And plus they're bringing this corner here. So it's, you know, you either got to get out of the play or you got to, you know, you, you got to, I mean, really, like I said, the RPO is perfect here. Because if CJ just keeps it and throws it to him, it's, I don't know. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's the thing, man. Like tackle for losses against good teams are going to hurt us because you get off schedule, not ideal. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, uh, again, is, is it nitpicky? 
maybe. But I'm sure that the coaches are going to be saying the same thing in film tomorrow, so I don't really care. What else, though, Adam? It's a long well, game, and we Yeah, no, I, I wanted to talk about the linebackers. It's like, it's funny because, you know, over the past you know few years, there's it's been a huge topic of conversation on, on every Ohio State message board across the internet about how Ohio State has not recruited well with linebackers and what happened to our, our recruiting with linebackers and where did our linebackers go and why don't we have better linebackers? And now all of a sudden we have a bunch of great linebackers. It's like magic. It's like Jim Knowles came with like a magic hat and like hit these guys with the, with his Knowles dust and they all became dynamic linebackers. And I'm telling you, we've got four or five guys back there that can absolutely play. You, know, you talked about Steel Chambers today. That was I mean, Steel Chambers is so good. And Tommy Eichenberg is 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 so good, and Cody Simon today was simply outstanding. I mean, Cody Simon for those you know we were hyping Cody Simon last year. He had some nagging injuries, you know, flash sometimes, but he was kind of a little bit of a forgotten man this year. Um, he was terrific today. He was all over the field. You know, him and Josh Proctor were my defensive players of the game, and uh, I, I like I said, I. I I can't say enough good things about the job that Knowles has done with the defense in general, but specifically with linebackers. Because, you know, we used to have guys, we'd be out there going, oh, man, nobody can play. What is it? Is it talent? What is it? Well, we know the answer to that. It wasn't talent. It was all coaching. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah, I. it was one of those things where, um, you know, I think that those kids lacked confidence. I know they had ability, but they'd been beaten down. Uh, I don't think they were put in the best situations. I think there was a lot of uh, uh, consternation uh, within the the front seven between um, some of the uh, the groups, and I, I think that that um, showed up on the field. They weren't cohesive. They weren't um, they weren't you know a, a full unit on defense. So I think that. You know, when you bring in a guy like Jim Knowles, who unifies everything, um, I always love when the linebackers coach is the coordinator just because the linebackers coach is the guy that really has to know the run game and he has to really know the pass game. You know, it's kind of like the tight ends coach. He has to know both. Um, and I, I just think that he's just done a magnificent job of instilling confidence in these guys, a magnificent job of, of just, you know, getting these guys to be excited, to play hard. Um, and, again, the biggest thing that I, that I take for it, other than the guys – you don't see these guys lining up in the wrong spots like they did last year. Biggest thing I take out of it is these guys are playing with a lot of effort. These guys are running to the ball. You know, and again, that sounds like such a stupid JV thing to talk about, but they're running to the ball. You know, and there were some times last year where there were guys that were just too cool for school. They didn't want to run to the ball. They, you know, they didn't want to get their nails dirty. They don't want to play that gritty Ohio State football that we've been known for. And that's part of the reason why we took over versus Michigan is we were the blue collar group and they weren't. They were the wine and cheese crowd and we were the tough guys the you know the grinders and you know the aj hawks of the world and the the mangolds and the troy smiths like the grinders you know we weren't the the wine and cheese dudes and and we kind of lost that over the last few years and we'd gotten soft and you know thankfully ryan made a, a big adjustment and you know jim jim Knowles is a hard man he's a guy that is hard and he is a guy that is going to hold guys accountable and he doesn't care about what you did last year or how many stars you were i mean he will pull you if you're not out there producing you're not giving effort, then you're going to be watching. You'll be standing next to, you know, the, you know, the the the, the guys down on the ground, you know, with LJ and uh, um, you know, the other coaches that are down there. 
Yeah, Denzel, Denzel kind of had a rough one today. You know, he got yanked here, um, I think, after this next series. He had a bad penalty. Uh, Jim Sonoff. Here, uh, we got the Jack look for the first time all day with, with, with uh, Jack Sawyer. He was on the stand-up thing in this odd front, which, again, I love. You know, him and Tommy are really tight. They're bringing them both here. Tommy gets great pressure. Again, the, the offensive line, I don't know if it was the noise or if it was the communication, but... This happens with Steel Chambers later. It was like they had never seen an A-gap walk-up before, and they just let him go, which obviously that's the one guy you don't want to let go is the guy who's in the A-gap. But uh, talk a little bit about Tommy. I know you mentioned Steel, but how impressed are you with those two guys through the beginning of the season? Well, just it's amazing because, again, just the, the contrast. I, I would just encourage everybody to go back and watch those two play last year and then contrast it to how they're playing this year and – it's just, it's night and day. I mean, it's night and day. I mean, you know, you know Tommy Eichenberg was, was tough Borland last for a good part of last year. And, and now, you know, I don't think it's a crazy comparison to say he's A.J. Hawk-like in terms of his approach to the game and the speed with which he plays and the violence with which he plays. Not saying he's A.J. Hawk out there, but Tommy Eichenberg's a really good linebacker. And uh, he's got a knack for blitzing. When he hits guys, he's there. I mean, he, he's just everything you want. And an Ohio State linebacker, and as I said before, we've got a bunch of those guys, and I, I'm not convinced too that you could go down deeper into the uh, the depth chart and go to Chip, the uh, transfer from Arizona State, and that he wouldn't come out and ball out as well. I think we've got some great linebackers at Ohio State, and I think we're, we're putting him in a great scheme and putting him, you know, in positions to to do terrific things. But you know, we're also we're disguising things. We, you know, we're we're running that double A gap stuff, but then we're backing out of it. You, 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 the offense never has any idea where it's coming from. They just know it's coming. And uh, you know, as, a, as an offensive lineman, that makes it really, really hard on any uh, on an offensive unit when you just don't have any idea where the pressure is going to be coming from. And, you know, I contrast that to last year where we were just so basic and so predictable on defense and, and you know, very pedestrian offenses would, would punish us for that. So, uh, I, like I said, I, I couldn't be more excited about the way the guys were playing and uh, real happy for the kids that they get a chance to play in a system like this. Yeah, and I mean, they're getting rid of the ball quick here because Jack and JT are both there. I mean, JT's got a great spin move here, an inside spin, really tough to handle. Uh, they get the quarterback on the ground. Um, and again, like, he didn't get there, got the ball off, but I mean, that ball was gotten in two seconds, literally. Like, you count it out. And again, the guys are excited. That was third down. It's the, you know, it's the D lineman's favorite down here. You see Jack do a little stutter move on the left. You see JT do an interior inside spin where he kind of, Flashes his left hand like he's going to do a bull rush, then hits the spin real clean. Uh, leaves the guys twirling around. Um, and Mike Hall gets the double team here, so he's more you know stuck at the line of scrimmage. You know, Teron's just bull rushing like usual. But our two ends, I mean, these are really good moves by these guys. And again, the quarterback gets rid of the ball. He has to throw it short, hope that his guy can make a play. And uh, it's nothing, nothing doing. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. So, uh, good again, good stuff from our, our young ends, our sophomores, uh, real productive. Mike Hall had another sack today. Um, you think Mike Hall ends up making All-American Nevada? You know, I, I, I do. And, and I, I, I really, you know, I, I had mentioned that you know, earlier you know, in the summer, maybe even in the spring about how good he was and how highly regarded he was. And I, I actually think I mentioned All-American, and it, I just didn't expect it to be this year. I thought it might have been next year, but he is awful good. Um, you know, such such a player, such a competitor. You know, wanted to go back in even after that little tweak today. And, um, and they really, you know, I can't say enough good things about him. He's just, he's just such a load. You'd made a comparison between him and Aaron Donald, and I think everybody's kind of picked up on that now because I hear a lot of people comparing him to Aaron Donald, but I, you were the first, and uh, I think it's an apt comparison because he's just he's fluid, he's athletic, you know, he's that defensive end rushing in a in a defensive tackle's body, and uh, and guys like that are just so hard to contain. Yeah, and here here's your boy Mecca getting one called back. Uh, you know, obviously here's a block below the waist. Um, just a weird no, play. no, no. First, first of all, the Mitchell thing. You know that you can't dive over the guys in the front. Like as soon as I saw that I knew penalty, I knew that. Yeah. And people were yeah. complaining, "Oh, that's not a good call." Like, no, you can't do that. You can't yeah. jump and land on top of those guys or try to jump over the thing. It's a, it's a rule. So yeah. like, for for Mitchell not to know that, it's like, come on, guy. Like you, you I mean, that's that's like the one of the first rules of blocking the game. You can't jump over those guys. So yeah. I mean, and it's, you know, that's the same with the field goals. Like, you know, you can't jump over the line anymore. That's a, it's a, um, it's a penalty right away. But again, like our, you know, the, our linebackers, though, you look at Steele here. Is Steele or is Cody? This might be Cody. Yeah, this is Cody, right? 30? Yeah, yeah that, that was Cody. Yeah. I, I mean, again, like, you know, no hesitation, fills the gap. You know, and, and I, I just, I love watching this. You know, these guys are, you know, they're playing hard. You know, he beats the the fullback. He's trying to insert. You know, this is this is tough because when you're when you're trying to you know run the play and you, you draw it up on the grease board, you're thinking this guy, okay, this guy's going to come in the V gap. Nell said he switches gaps on you at the last second. You know, him and him and Tehran switch. You know, so initially when you're you're doing this, like these are just little nuanced things that make it really hard to block this stuff. You know, he's in the A gap. He's got an A gap. He's got B gap. Then right before the snap, here. They shift and he goes B gap and he goes A gap. And again, you know, when you're this fullback, I mean, you're like thinking you're going to be going between the tackle and guard. And then all of a sudden they switch and you got to try and get something on them and you just whiff. And again, that's that doesn't seem like a lot, but that's really hard for that tight end to do. I mean, he better be Shannon Sharp or some just outstanding athlete to be able to 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 make up with that. Because Cody can run. Like, think about Cody. He's a four or five guy. So you got him and Tommy. They're both four or five guys. So I mean, we got linebackers that can hit that are smart uh they're playing hard you know you see Tehran's you know Tehran's in there you know Mike's getting a little jacked up here you know probably gonna get those hands get those hands off but you know you see these guys all flying to the ball all getting on the on the play and like that's something we just didn't have last year yeah they got Zach and uh JT in this drive 
again, you know, there's just nothing there. These guys, you know, this Josh Proctor, your guy, closing him down real quick. But again, I, just, I love the spirit and I love the effort from the defense. You know, even if they, you know, they didn't give up much, but when they did, I mean, they, they bounced back and they're mentally tough. And it's just, uh, it's really fun to watch. So I'm going to wrap this thing. I'm going to finish out this drive in Nevada. But you got any final thoughts on today's effort? We've got the Toledo Rockets, a night game, uh, a, a Mac night game at the shoe. <laughs> so uh, what are your thoughts going forward? Where, where do we need to get better, Nevada? Well, I just think you know, we just got to develop a little, little bit more co consistency on offense and you know, clean up a little things. But it, it's hard to find too much default on the offense. I think defensively, you know, they ran some counteraction with some effectiveness. They used kind of our aggressiveness against us. We were kind of creating some natural holes by running up the field, and, and they kind of run the opposite side. And they had some success with that, you know, at least between the 20s. And we kind of clamped down. But, um, you know, certainly enough to, to you know, give guys – things to work on, give the coaches enough reason to yell at the guys, no major injuries, which is another knock on wood, good moment. And um, just stuff to build on, you know, moving into Toledo. I mean, I think Toledo's going to present another challenge. They're, they're not a bad football team. It's, it's not going to be a scrimmage. It's going to be a, you know, a, a good solid game, just like this one was. And uh, I think it'll be an important next step for the Buckeyes heading into Big Ten play. Yeah, I totally agree. And there was uh, the first of Denzel's really uh, poor penalties. Um, we're beat there. Quarterback misses the throw. Uh, yeah, you know, like I said, Denzel is. You know, there's always a guy that gets the uh, gets the ire of the the fan base in the message board world, and Denzel seemed like he was that guy. Um, and again, he'll bounce back, I'm sure. Yeah, but it's nice to see J.K. get get in there because um, that's like the one benefit to, to Jim Knowles having this this hook. You know, when if if kids aren't performing or they do something dumb, he hooks them, and he you know he put J.K. right in there and it's always interesting to see these guys get into the game when it's still a game. It's not 48 to nothing or here's a little RPO action. Um, again, another one for Denzel. I mean, his, his grade sheet is going to look pretty, uh, pretty rough. You get two, two penalties. Um, generally a penalty on your grade sheet, you get a misassignment, you get a poor technique and you get an MA. So that's like devastating to your grades. So it's going to be real interesting to see, uh, Doubt he grades champion with those two penalties and getting pulled. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to wrap this thing up. We're going to do a long cut. Uh, appreciate you, Nevada. I'm going to wrap this. And uh, thank you, guys. So if you enjoyed that film session, I am going to do a full game breakdown, a long cut. Might even do it live if you guys are interested in it. Uh, get your feedback. Get your thoughts. Would love to hear from you guys. Appreciate you guys. As always, you guys are the best. Uh, BuckeyeScoop.com, the message boards are on fire. We're really cooking right now. We'd love to hear from you guys. So uh, let it. Let me know. We are uh, we're grinded on the site. Um, we had a huge game thread today. A lot of fun. If you are one of the biggest Ohio State fans in the world, you join BuckeyeScoop.com. You should give it a try. You'll probably love it. You'll probably become addicted to it. Like everybody always says, they can't wait to check the scoop. As soon as they wake up, the last thing we look up before they go to bed is what's going on in the scoop, what's going on in the world of Ohio State football. It's also a tremendous gift. I know that we have Christmas coming up in a few months. But I appreciate you guys, as always. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much, Buckeye Nation. Thank you, Scoop family. I'll see you guys on BuckeyeScoop.com's Ask the Insider message board. I'm heading there now. Ask, answer any questions you have about the game. But I appreciate you guys, as always. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Go Bucks. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.